Priya, welcome back to our pro show podcast of Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. You got to turn on your mic. I do have to turn on my mic. <laughs> I'm that, ready to leave. That would work. That would probably work if you turn on your mic. Yes. So uh, we have our, we're still in the studio with our guests, uh, Xavier Bickett and A.K. Kamara. And uh, we're talking about uh, do Republicans care about minorities and just the bottom line. And then uh, as we were saying going out, I think that the problem is I do think that a black man could uh, win the Republican endorsement. But I don't know if he could be elected. Again, there are some black people who are going to have a problem with a black Republican. We don't trust them. <laughs> That's just real. We don't trust them. But I also think that black folks would say, black and brown folks would say, oh, I'm tired of that Democrat so-and-so. What does he or she did? Black folks recognize, too, that some Democrats would love to keep us beholden on a welfare system. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I think this candidate would have to be going into the community. He can't expect yes. to vote for him for being black. Like no. He's not from the community. Word. He hasn't right. been out hitting him Word. up. And if he's just going to greater Minnesota where the Republican vote is, they yes. will not vote. In fact, no. what you were saying is like a, a, a race trader. I don't What is the term you use? Race trader. Race trader. Then, I haven't heard this since night since uh, uh, Mississippi burning, but that's okay for you. But even like when me and Maj no, went out. Movie. No. no. They were like, Sorry. we don't know you. You're not from here. Like, who are you? Who, they said that to Maj. Yeah, because I'm coming out, and they're like, who is this white boy with his hat backwards <laughs> bringing this black guy with them with a Black Guns Matter t-shirt? Where are you? They're like, where are you from? Are you from, are you from Minneapolis? Are you from St. Paul? He's like, no, I'm from Philly. And like, oh, you're not even from around. We don't know you because they want to know where you're from, where your family's been, where you grew up, what streets you grew up on. And so if that black candidate or any other candidate that is trying to reach out to that community if they're not out there and 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 actually campaigning then i don't think it doesn't matter what color their skin is no. or what part of they are and that's what i'm saying about republicans yeah. it doesn't matter what color you are jeff johnson could probably have won had you frequent the city in which you're county commissioner of mm. it makes a difference look mm -hmm. at how bad dayton does in rural minnesota all with each two elections he's never done really well at the, well actually this election he did a lot better than he did the first election that actually, between, I think, Minneapolis and rural, anyway. But I'm saying most Democrats don't do well in rural Minnesota, right? Yeah. That's, that's Republican country. Mining, all that stuff, right? But because you come into the city, they Dayton went to the the, the black radio station, okay? He did a— Which a, one? The, we can't say names, but— okay, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah, he okay. went to the black radio the station. One. Yeah, the one. <laughs> no, there's two. No, the it, real the one. Rear, exactly, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The original <laughs> one. Yes, the people station, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that um, him going there, people's like, oh, my God, that's Governor Dick. No matter how he talks, no matter if he can't understand nothing he says, right? People say, oh, I met him. I know. I'll never forget, guys. It was like, I don't know, it was in the 80s, right? I just remember meeting Jesse Jackson. It was from school. The school took us, right? And, of course, they, only, they took a lot of the minority kids, right? I remember Jesse Jackson walking by, touching my hand. Do you want to see a black dude light up, turn red? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was so proud. At that moment, I knew I wanted to be a politician. I absolutely knew it, right? Uh, but it was, it, was my, it, was, it was the white teachers that were in my life that said you should you're a politician you're a leader that wasn't always my my black teachers did too but it was my white favorite teacher sandy service miss diane olson that said recognize things in, in me i just believe republicans have because of money let's keep it real too 
they're not going to waste time in Minneapolis because they think they're going to lose the race. If a Republican governor, gubernatorial nominee, or candidate, excuse me, wins Minneapolis, he or she is the governor. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, here's here's the the aspect. Like, I think that people of color especially, right, because Mm -hmm. of our history, the way that things have shook out, um, we're very leery when someone comes in to a community and says, hey, I'm here for you. It's like, whoa, <laughs> why are you here? Yeah. And, 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 and it's like, what do you want from me? Yeah. I mean, because you got to understand that, that and it's not just it's not just the black community. I would say it's communities that have um, a, a lot of, you know, gap in in uh, socioeconomic status because yep. yeah. education. Cause I didn't wealth, grow I didn't grow up in a black community. I grew up in a ninety like percent white community. Okay. But because I grew up in the welfare square, it's that same mentality because you're always looking because you you deal with hustlers every day. Yep. And real recognize real. Yeah. And so the one thing is that you ain't gonna go into a black community and try and hustle them. Mm-hmm. They're like, nah, my hustle detector is way way up. Yeah. So you got to be able to earn it. And I think that this is the interesting aspect. This is the thing that I've been able to to kind of realize in my personal professional. Um, endeavors. I, I've I've done a lot of uh, outreach with my company to try and do things with the African American Leadership Forum and with Mita. And so, because I've had the ability to kind of reach out to some of these organizations, the thing that I recognize is that you have to be able to put your time in because people do not trust you. And there's another factor: where people that are trying to push you out. They're like, nah, nah. We got. If I'm a, you know, some of these community leaders, they they got the power. They got that. They got that crown. And they're not so willing to share it. And I don't think that's for some type of nefarious reason. They just don't trust other people. Just don't trust. So you just got to come in and you got to be real. But that's the problem. This is where we run into each other. Yeah. Because you got to be able to invest time that you don't have. And so it has to be a a, a continual process. You can't just dump and then run and be like, it didn't work this time. I wish I had a chiming bell. This is where I would be chiming the bell. Because everything that you said is absolutely right. And that's why I love guys like you and Xavier. That's why me and Xavier have hit it off on the word. Number one, because he's like a millennial uh, Republican. And I think that that makes a difference, too. I think that we have – I think our father's – politicians, politics, style of politics have to relinquish the right, but they don't want to. Um, and I think they, it's time that they start listening. When you when you call, got in touch with me about bringing Maj, I'm thinking like, oh, what does he want? <laughs> Is that what you really thought? Well, yeah, you know, you're a Republican, we got nothing in common. What do you want? But he's like, no, Jamar, you know, I want to reach out. So when I, when I have someone come and saying, okay, we'll put your money where your mouth is, Jamar. Mm-hmm. I can't do nothing but because I can't complain. I can't sit at the TV and say Republicans do nothing. And then someone says, well, here's a chance to help do something and do nothing. Mm. No, that's not who I am. So I I love the fact that your outreach, that you find it so important that Republicans use outreach. Yep. Democrats um, do and don't have a monopoly on the on the black and brown vote. Um, but again, it's because of what you were saying, AK. It's the relationships that they build. Even if you don't trust slimy senator such and such, well, you know slimy senator such and mm-hmm. such. So you're you're gonna vote for him again. He might live next. To, he or she might live next to you. You know their cousin or something. And you're absolutely right that we neglect poor white people are treated the same way as a black Democrat or black or brown Democrat. Mm-hmm. We neglect that sometimes too. Mm. 
poor white people are treated the same exact way. They're basically identified as Democrats. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that population is giving up on, well, they're going to vote Democrat. Mm. No. I want to see a real Republican. I wish you guys were running. Honestly, you should run, bro. For what? Well, listen, for any office. <laughs> I've already done it and lost. But. Well, but you know why? Because the party is afraid of change. If, 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 if The Democratic Party isn't. No. And this is why I love the party. I mean, we do stupid things. We we try out stupid candidates. Come on now, let's be I'm, real. I, I mean, I, I didn't mean that in a good way necessarily. Oh, but I mean but... it in a good way. We are, though. Because I, I think that we believe in uh, who's next. I think we believe in true diversity. I think some of the diversity sometimes um, gets in the way of seeing things for what they really are because it's like, okay, we're just going to appease black people now. We're going to appease women. No. Talk to them and find out what they really want. We can accomplish these, but Republicans tend to give up on it because they think if you're black, if you're women, if you're gay, we're done with it. You reach out. I do you remember at the state fair? I saw you in the back, and I walk up to you, and I go, I, I walk up, and I see there's a volunteer behind you. No one had been talking to you yet, right? No, no one no, wanted to talk true. to you. No one said anything I to you, me. I saw you what? in the back, no, nope. and I walk up, and I'm like, excuse me, sir, but you're not white enough to be in this. <laughs> <laughs> And the one old white guy volunteer was like, oh, sir, I'm so sorry he said that to you. This is not what we believe in. And he looked, Jamar looked like he was about to punch somebody. But it was me. He's like, oh, what's up, Zabe? And so, but I think that's a, a big part of it. You know, not all Republicans are racist. He was like, oh, who is this guy saying this to this one black guy that's in our booth? He should not be saying this. No, he was, no, and he was serious. He, he was dead serious. He, he grabbed felt- him out of the shoulder and he couldn't believe it. Xavier. He didn't know, uh, he had no idea we knew each other. Mm. But yes, he was trying to mop that up real quick. <laughs> They're really hypersensitive right now. I mean, in the in the political climate that we're in, you know, they realize that they do need to bring in minority votes. And so when they hear things like that, they're like, please, 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 no. You're joking, right? But I think it You're shows joking, right? Republican act. Not all Republican activists are racist. We're not no the doubt. racist party. But I was disappointed that no one had walked up to talk to you. Right. And I think a lot of it has to do with they don't know what to say or they're afraid or they don't know hi thanks thanks all you have to do is hey welcome to the republican party booth yep. you have any questions See, they're not you though. they're not you and you're right they're probably not comfortable talking to a black dude and they've and they had that they because i thought some of the the reagan throwback shows were pretty darn cool because yeah. i love those throwback shows i think the democrats should hello come <laughs> up with some of those i thought they were pretty darn cool you know what i'm saying i would but love who to would wear throwback too no i would JFK. love to have a you know jfk, JFK. but jfk or, or, or clint gore or something like that you know a, a, no i'm just having a buff do you like really myself. want a clint yes sir listen he absolutely was not good for the black community yes he was yes, so many that's that's not man oh that he is not good true for white house interns that is oh he was great for white house interns yeah he that population if you can erase well, you know, we had another but, incident uh, real quick before yeah, uh, a gentleman by the name of Deb Jati Duvidi, uh, Indian background yeah. from India background, 30, 32, 31 young business professional. Uh, you know, he he didn't he didn't wasn't born here. He had moved over. I can't remember how old we talked a lot. We went out to India Fest. And so we're walking out the Republican Party booth. Let's go get a beer. Let's get some food. Our volunteer shift was over. We were walking out and this white lady walks up to him. He's like, what are you doing walking out of the Republican Party booth? You know, they're racist, right? And I just kept my mouth shut because this is my turn to shut up and listen. And and Dee, Dee just went on and talked about why he's Republican and why his values match. And I just was like, 
this is this is great, you know. Um, but I was just, why is this white lady come up and telling him this? Like that was that's weird. Yeah. No, they do that quite a it's bit. A lot. Like you, oh yeah, it happens a lot. A lot. At the U of M, when I was at the U of M, I was chair of the College Republicans, and when I'd be out there tabling, oh man, I would have professors, associate professors coming up. And they would just be like talking smack to the side, like you should be ashamed of yourself. And so I, so me, I'm loud, right? So I remember this one, there's two professors. They're like, you should be ashamed of yourself, and they got on the escalator. So I, like, I start falling about the escalator. I'm like, what should I be afraid of? What should I be ashamed of? Is it because I'm black? Oh, oh my God, I can't believe because I'm black, I could possibly vote for anybody other than a Democrat. I'm just being super loud in the middle of Kaufman, and they're just trying to just hurry up and get off. But I like to do that. But that 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 happens. That happens people people will come so up. But here's the thing. Here's the wow. thing. Like, you got to let that roll off. But I think you bring up a very interesting point, and I think that there's this aspect that we that we realize is that. That within our group, and this is the thing that's been frustrating for me, is that in our group, we do focus on individuals, right? But mm-hmm. we we still fall victim to that groupishness yeah. to the point that when someone does see me, they are seeing you at the booth, they're going to be thinking, oh, I don't know, I, I don't know, if, am I going to be able to relate to him? And the thing is, like, like you got to be able to break that down yeah. Yeah. so you can understand, like, yeah. we are all this, we're all human beings. We're in this together. So just try and be real and talk to everybody. You're going to find that there's so many more things in common than you have differences. You are, uh, you're absolutely right, AK. And I hadn't paid that any attention to you brought that up, that no one has spoke to me, right? I, I didn't pay that, that any attention to it. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's you, an observant Republican, an observant person, but an uh, observant Republican and I think that that's great for your party because you recognize the flaws, like I do. And I call them out, like, you know, Ken Martin and I are text buddies. And I tell t- I'm telling Ken, too, that I want a position there because where's the real outreach from Democrats? Mm-hmm. Come on now. September, October? Oh, let me turn on the light and call my that black Democrat friends. <laughs> no. Where is the outreach year-round? Yeah. I'm not, so that's why I, I, I hope people don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I mean, both parties need to give a darn about these particular issues and people, Democrats and Republicans. And so we got to do better, both yep. of us, all of us do. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm, I want to thank Xavier Bickett and A.K. Kamara for coming on. A.K., you're definitely coming back. I, yes, I love when are. Xavier thank brings you. back people. Did I say bring black people? <laughs> <laughs> Did I really <laughs> I mean, bring people to the show. Excuse me. I don't know where that came from, honestly. Uh, but thank you. Cause he's, oh, gosh. I'm going to get out of this real quick. Black Republican, Black We didn't even pick our picks. I got the Cowboys. I got the, the Giants losing. I got New England winning. I got the Giants, Vikings, and uh, New England. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Our post-show podcast and Black Republican, Black Democrat. Tune us next week at 6 o'clock on Twin Cities News Talk and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.